0: Okay, I've got a question for you. What do Muji, Heli Hansen, Allbirds and Simba all have in common? They all use Yachtpo. Yachtpo is a one-stop shop for nearly everything e-commerce brands need to grow. They started with reviews to help you convert more visitors, but they've also got a referral feature so your customers can introduce their friends to your products. You can run your loyalty scheme through Yotpo, so when an existing customer does something, like shares a product on their socials, you can give them points, which then pulls them back to your site to spend again. Oh, and you can use the SMS feature to make sure your customers actually engage with these tools, because, little known fact, SMS performs much better than email in this context. So, if you're in e-commerce and want better customer acquisition and retention, check out Yotpo.com slash secret. That's Yotpo.com slash secret. Now, onto the show.
1: We're a small bunch of people who actually have the courage to launch things of different sizes, different services. Remember that point. It's really important that you remember success, that you have the courage to do it.
0: That's Richard Clark. He's in the drinks business and has worked on some huge UK brands like Krabby's Ginger Beer and Whitley Neil Gin. He's also failed, and today we're talking about the one that got away. From Secret Leaders, I'm Dan Murray-Surter, and this is our bite-sized series dedicated to failure. We're doing this because we hear about success all the time, but not its far more common cousin. Now, who doesn't like a good failure story to learn from? Today, Richard is the founder and MD of a successful non-alcoholic drinks business called Drinks, with a Y. They raised money on Dragon's Den, actually, so you might have seen him before. But before this, he was a director for Hailwood International, which specializes in spirits. And it was while working here that he got stung by failure.
1: In 2009, Hailwood International, based in Liverpool, had huge amounts of success relaunching Whitney Neil Gin and launching Crabage Ginger Beer. At that time, it was the talk of the town. And the owner, who's now sadly passed away, John Hailwood, asked us to enter this market called the alcohol-free market and had this idea called Iron Press. The major difference between Iron Press and Krabis and Whitley-Neal was belief, inner belief, which is if you believe in something, how the product is made, the brand proposition, and the offering to the consumer, it makes all the difference, all the difference to the results you achieve. It's probably the most important dynamic in launching a product, the belief of the team who are in the project to deliver it. With Crabbies and Whitney Neal Gin, there was self-belief every day, every morning. People lived it, loved it, bought into it, agreed with it, and genuinely sold the USPs of those products. When you have a product like I Impress that was going in the right category, it was all about, could we get people to believe believe in the brand believe in the idea believe in the concept and that was essentially we talk about business failure business failure leads to business success is that is the biggest thing i remember about my impress in 2009 was did we believe in the concept did we believe in what we were offering did we believe in the days and hours we were putting into this project and that is what this for me my biggest learning has been Uh, since 2009, was the Iron Press project.
0: Richard got a team together for Iron Press, and they were given 18 weeks to bring the new drink to market. Timing was tight, and they had to develop an entirely new way of making drinks. This was because it was more like a shandy than a spirit, containing fruit and non-alcoholic beer. And if you're not clear on what Iron Press was, don't worry. That was part of the problem.
1: It was my error. (laughs) My error for not challenging the owner, saying this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work because we're trying to shoehorn an idea into a category that really requires some time, some thought, and some ingenuity to actually look at how the product is made. We talked about belief. It comes down to the fact that the Ron Seal, a very old brand, Ron Seal does what it says on the tin. And I go back to that with everything I've done since. What does it say on the tin? And can the consumer get it in five seconds? Do you have to explain it in a three-minute video with some scientist or marketing expert? Then the answer is no. Do they get it? Do they believe it? And do they want it? And it was my area for, on the back of the furore, the success of Krabby's, not saying to the owner at the time, we have a great opportunity here but we need to do this, we need to do this, as opposed to 18 weeks, launch it, big opportunity. You've done it with Crabby's, do the same with Iron Press. And from, from that moment, the team are believing in me. And that's, an, I guess another point is they believed in me in Crabby's and the relaunch of Whitney Neil Gin. It's the, the launch of Iron Press. They believed in me probably more than they believed in the idea. And so they were, which is not a good place, they need to do both the project leader and the concept and the product they need to believe in, in order they give of their best.
0: Often the challenge for new drinks brands is getting it in front of retailers, but that wasn't the case here.
1: The plus side was that people opened the door to us because of the success we had with previous launches. The goodwill was there from the retailers. The consumer, it doesn't matter, (laughs) but to the retailer, which is the gatekeeper, they listened to us. They bought into it because of the success we previously had. They said they liked the liquid. But then it was a case of joining the dots, which is the old-fashioned four Ps. What's the USP? What are the USPs? What are the real USPs in the market to the consumer and to the trade? And what are the values of those versus the price we're offering the consumer? The dots did not join up. The retailers couldn't join the dots. And what happens more often than not is the consumer don't join the dots, because they go, oh, it's not a beer. And it led on to other points, which was value versus quality. It led to, where does it sit? So we talk about these are are the categories leaders. are, are, Are they the real fulcrum of a launch of a product? They absolutely are. Where does it sit? even in a, in a pub fridge does it sit in soft drinks or alcohol in a supermarket does it go on alcohol free or go in the soft drinks and it was going on the soft drinks so there lies another challenge which is it looks like alcohol but you're on the soft drink picture and then you look at the price point and go well that looks expensive for a soft drink and actually it doesn't look like a soft drink so joining the dots is really really important going back to the ron seal does what it says on the tin. Everything joins up, and if everything joins up, you find the team are energetic, they're passionate, they give themselves more, and they put the extra miles in, and they really believe in it. And that passion and belief goes all the way through the supply chain, from the MPD team to the marketing team to the sales team to the retailer to the consumer. The belief has to be throughout, the inner belief. And it was my error at the start by saying, this has got gaps. These gaps are this. This is how it could be done.
0: With retailers and customers now equally confused, it became clear that Iron Press was a dud.
1: John Halewood was great because he, when he knew it wasn't working, he cut. He cut. And we cut it after six months. When well, we tried really, really hard, we cut it. And I think what we, we all learned was go back to what was successful, which was Krabby's ginger beer and wine remember why that was and always remember that it's not by it's sometimes by luck but often it's not luck that does that it's actually what is the original idea what's the structure behind the idea and then just go through basic four p's and uh, sales the marketing the product and as the ron seal thing does what it says on the tin and the consumer gets it quickly go back to those principles and We we then went back and refocused on Krabby's and Whitney Neal Gin. And you see Whitney Neal Gin today, number two gin in the world, because it's gone from strength to strength. Because we, at that time, went back to basics of, make sure people believe in this, and we developed the the Whitney Neal Gin and focused on that. And then we focused on Krabby's Ginger Beer and, and launched flavors, and internationally as well.
0: Iron Press was pulled from the shelves, and now it's hard to find much about it online. Funnily enough, there are some posts on a beer review website where it's rated three and a half out of five. Not bad. I wondered how Richard moved on from this failure and what advice he'd give to someone going through something similar right now.
1: Dust yourself down. Believe in yourself. You have the courage to do the project that you did, whatever it is. Congratulate yourself for having the courage for doing it. Because remember, not many people do it. We are a small bunch, some might say on the spectrum, but we're a small bunch of people who actually have the courage to launch things of different sizes, different services. Remember that point. It's really important that you remember success, that you have the courage to do it and keep a positive mind that you can take positive. You've got positive things that you've learned that no one else has from that project. So you'll learn things from that that nobody else as gold dust that you own, you, you can control and you can shape. And that's what I try to do is take the positives. Think of myself as being, I've not succeeded rather than I failed. I've not succeeded, but I will succeed next time. And this is the opportunity gap I'm going to close. And it's brushing yourself down, but it goes back to believing in yourself and believing in that you are a success because you launched something
0: that's the thing failure can only stem from doing something courageous so that might be a good thing to cling on to when you're feeling low you've been listening to our bite-sized series on failure and I've been your host Dan Murray-Surter we'll be back next week with another deep dive on someone's worst career moment so if you've enjoyed this please follow us in your podcast app and share the episode with someone who needs to hear it see you next time